Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm your host, Steve Prothy. I'm Halls Burkhart, buddy. It is one of my favorite times of year. The time of year when, you know, normally we'd get an E3, not this year. We'll see if it ever happens again. That hasn't stopped us from getting a lot of cool video game announcements. We have a Sony State of Play to talk about. We've got the Summer Games Festival with old Dead in the Eyes Jeff Keeley. We have the Xbox Bethesda presentation, and we had the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII presentation to talk about. Lots of cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff yeah. to talk about. A whole lot of stuff. Do you think they were they the no E3 was hurt this year by the crypto crash? And they they had all these plans to announce their NFTs oh, yeah. and yeah, maybe I, they had to pivot. Yep, yeah, I bet you they were going to at least do a digital presentation and then the crypto crash happened and all those presentations where they were going to be like diablo nfts Uh, (laughs) down the drain bro down the drain too bad um so buddy we have a lot to talk about i just have to say if everything that is slated to come out in 23 2023 actually comes out which, you know, as we know, there's always a good chance of a delay. Um, but even if uh, half of this stuff comes out, it's going to end up being like one of the craziest years for video games ever. I agree. It's looking like the COVID floodgates might burst next year, you know, mm-hmm. with all these projects that have kind of been pushed back and pushed back. Hopefully we're going to see some of them actually get on the consoles next year yeah and and it seems like we'll finally be really feeling the uh the weight of this current generation because you know when a new series of consoles come out like the series x and the playstation 5 in 2020 it takes a little while before you really start seeing the big shit hit those consoles and it feels like this one has taken even longer than usual and a lot of that is due to covid so yeah, 100%. And it's also due to the, I, I got to think, the chip shortage as well. You mm-hmm. know, they knew that uh, as many people weren't able to get these next-gen consoles as they obviously wanted. So they have to kind of keep last-gen viable for a little longer than normal, I would I would assume. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and it seems like everybody's going to be playing um, some catch up over the next 18 months or so. And I cannot wait for it. I didn't get to watch many of the presentations, which is a weird feeling for me because normally I'm on them. But because of the new job, I can't watch that sort of thing while I work. Um, so I had to catch up on them uh, afterwards. Um, right. Yeah, I only saw the Microsoft uh, Bethesda one and I was texting you the entire time. Mm -hmm. I don't, <laughs> mm -hmm. Pretty sure I kept it. I let you know about literally everything they announced. You sure did. <laughs> hey, man, Grounded's coming out of early access. It's <laughs> worth a text message. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was exactly what I was looking for because we talked the day before and I was like, text me. Let me know what's going on. Oh, they're adding yeah, the Pelican. They're adding the Pelican, the Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator. Fucking cool. What about Starfield? <laughs> you know, it was kind of weird that um, they opened the the conference with them being like so we're only going to focus on games coming out the next 12 months yeah which is fine but it was just kind of weird for them to be like we're telling you this now as the con conference starts <laughs> so i think there we we kind of talked about this and and we can go into it a little more in depth when we get to the section where we're talking about that conference but i kind of wonder if the de delay of starfield um caused a restructuring of their presentation because like you know i love xbox i boy do i love xbox but starfield was kind of thing on the kind of the thing on the horizon that was going to make you proud to be a xbox owner this year you know 100 percent. and and you got to think that you know they wanted starfield to be the the big thing they showed right mm -hmm. so they didn't want to go into anything that was p potentially going to steal that thunder as well in my opinion yeah so. and i was really hoping to see fable and there's a couple Same. of uh rumored i don't know how legitimate these rumors are but there's a couple of microsoft studios that are rumored to be working on star wars games so like i was really looking forward to i was hoping to see fable and then some sort of announcement about those star wars games but when you texted me and said it's you know, all stuff being released over the next 12 months. I was like, well, I bet you that kind of counts all those out as possibilities. Right. So first up, the first thing that uh, hit was the Sony state of play. And <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. I mean, they kicked it off with Final Fantasy 16. Brand new trailer for that. I got to get on your good side right off the bat. <laughs> They've done that to me twice now, dude. Like, you remember when they did the very first PlayStation 5 state of play? And oh, they... I, I sure do. When I was driving down the road in, in rural Alabama, when you, I got the text, Final Fantasy 16, I'm definitely getting a PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's been quiet since then. And, you know, we knew uh, they had, you know, sort of said that production had been pushed back because of COVID and so on and so forth. But we got a new trailer that looks really cool. And we have a release window for Final Fantasy 16. And that is summer of 2023. Man, it's awesome. And I know we're, we're, I'm probably jumping around here, but the fact that we're going to get two Final Fantasy games oh next year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bro. bro. That's pretty incredible. They're going to be duking it out in my heart for game of the year. I bet. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Like this year, 
like once Starfield moved out of the the possibility of releasing this year, I was like, well, I know what my game of the year is. I've loved a lot of other games. I'm sure I'm going to love other games, but it's going to be hard to t- topple the ring, baby, the Elden Ring. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we still may get God of War <laughs> this year, but, it, you know, my feelings on that haven't changed. And it's that I'm really looking forward to it, but I feel like it's not going to light the world up like the last one did because i feel mm-hmm. it's just going to be a little more of the same which is fine i love that last game ready for more of it but um, i feel like elden ring has all the momentum this year for game of the year it seems like final fantasy final fantasy 16 is gonna uh heavily focus on the summons uh it seems like almost every character has a, a summon associated with that character uh, which is cool yeah, they're really focusing on that mm-hmm. now. that was the thing i picked up from the trailer like the they're actually putting like ifrit and shiva and bahamut they're getting like their own parts of the trailer now mm-hmm. you know it's it's not about like your heroes it's about the the creatures that they're able to control and that's pretty cool yeah and and i like that because as much as i liked final fantasy 15 i kind of found the summoning aspect a little lacking like there were summons I unlocked in Final Fantasy XV that I may ne- never have even seen, like the summon, because there were s- certain conditions you had to meet in combat before you could summon them and stuff. So <clears throat> I'm excited to see that. Obviously, you know, oh Yoshi P from Final Fantasy XIV being involved is yeah really I'm cool. Ex- super excited. Can't wait to see what he brings to the table, man. That that that, that franchise kind of needed a kick in the butt, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. So, and I think he's the one to do it, man. Like, and <clears throat> just watching that trailer, like I got some hardcore Final Fantasy fourteen vibes from it, anyway. So, I'm all in on this. Might take the day off for work. I haven't done that in forever. Heck yeah! I mean, we got gameplay in that trailer, which I didn't mm-hmm. expect. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought it was going to be another cinematic, but there was a good bit of gameplay interspersed in there, and and I definitely feel like it's going to be a mix of the remake and fourteen. Yeah, uh, kind of with that, that combat from the remake, but hopefully, um, you know, it'll be different. I'm sure in in ways, but I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. Man, it's going to be super fun, dude. Uh, yeah, and I think so. I, I, I might be wrong when I say this, but because this got thrown around by a couple of studios talking about their bigger titles, but I think they've said that 16 at this point is playable from start to finish and that the next, you know, 12 to 13 months or whatever are going to be spent polishing it. So sounds good to me. Yeah, that's a good, that's good to hear when they're like, you can play it from beginning to end and it's stable. Mm-hmm. You know you're you're getting really close. <clears throat> and then uh, next up on the state of play was the uh, everybody saw this coming, but it's still cool to see it confirmed. Resident Evil Four remake officially announced with a release date of March twenty fourth, twenty twenty third, twenty twenty three. Yet another game on the list of twenty twenty three releases. Right, and <clears throat> well, I feel like this won't win game of the year it's just too or i don't even think it'll be in the discussion because next year is it's just going to be a bloodbath for mm-hmm. game of the year but i am really super excited about this um you know <laughs> i love the original me too it, it, if, if it never got remade i wouldn't have been sad but at the same time like i feel like there was room for like a not a reboot but a remake and 
maybe making some changes, being able to move around while you aim. Quality of life. And foremost. <laughs> right, yeah. And, um, you know, the remake of 2 was so good. I'd love to see what they did with 4. You know, so yeah. I'm really stoked about that. Yeah, and, and um, I think they can stop there. I don't know that we're going to need, uh, you know, a remake of 5 and 6 in a few years. Like, let's stop there and just continue on with, like, you know, 9, 10, whatever. You know? Yeah, I hundred percent, hundred percent agree. I mean, I'm a five defender. Me too. I like Resident Evil Five. I never really played six, but I loved five, and I think it's fine. The story is super cheesy, and the it just doesn't need a remake. It's fine as it is. <laughs> Absolutely. If they want to remake something else, they can remake Code Veronica. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Sort of the bastard stepchild of Resident Evil games that never gets brought up and remastered and shit. I totally agree remaster code veronica um or remake rather they also announced resident evil village in vr for the ps5 vr or the playstation vr2 i guess it's called so i guess everybody can uh you know enjoy tall mommy and vr i don't know <laughs> vampire mommy yeah. yeah definitely i mean that that alone will sell a few copies for oh, sure oh my god <laughs> bruh there are going to be some sticky PlayStation 2 headsets. I'm talking dudes b- doing the bukak right in their own face in their own VR headset. Bruh. <laughs> the um, neck beards, man. Geez. Can't wait to get their hands on that. <laughs> uh, the next thing was something that is of great interest to you and I. Uh, previously announced, but we got a little more information on it, and that is Street Fighter Six. We got to see gameplay and a release window of 2023. That's right, another game on the list for 2023. God, and one that you and I are going to pump some hours into for sure. Oh my goodness. And then, like, so in the trailer, they showed off Chun-Li and some other things. Uh, Perry's. A couple of the new dudes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Perry's from uh, Third Strike are back. Uh, And then, like, I don't know, the very next day, a lot of the roster and other clips leaked. leaked. And all, you know me, as soon as it leaked, I was like, got to find it. And Cammy was in there. I was like, okay, we're good. I'm done. That's yep. all I need. There was a mild earthquake. Oh, my God. Because the neckbeards were mad that she was wearing pants, which is yeah. really funny to me. Which, And by the way, in that leak was footage of her in her quote-unquote classic costume, too. So. Right, it's there. It's yeah. just like ugh. if there's one thing these fucking ding dongs should learn is that Capcom is going to sell you some outfits. If you want something that's right. that you wouldn't want your mom to see you playing as in a fighting game, they're going to probably make it available for you, bro. All right. <laughs> Calm yeah. down. Don't get so sweaty on Reddit because Cammy decided to wear some pants one time. Yeah. People just can't wait to get online and uh, complain about something. It's amazing. Uh, then but we... yeah, man, Capcom's going to have a big year. Uh, uh, they had their own conference. Are we going to talk about that at some point? Do we have time? If or should you... we just shoehorn some of that in here? You can shoe some of, shoehorn some of that in here because I didn't have it pulled up separately. But they did man, do their own. They did their own. And they announced Dragon's Dogma 2, which I am incredibly excited about. I am so excited. It seems, you remember last year when that Capcom... Uh, leak happened where they were like Resident Evil 4, Street Fighter 6, Power Stone Remake, so on and so forth. I do. Yeah, it seems like that it was legit 
because everything Pretty spot on yeah, yeah a lot of it has been confirmed with the uh exception of the power stone remake which i'm just at this point i just have to be patient apparently yeah and same with dragon's dogma too <laughs> i feel like that's that's like 2024 at the earliest at that the... might even be like a 2025 yeah kind of deal so yeah you know it's just nice to know that it's official um so then they showed off some horizon stuff including like the vr game that's coming out for that they we're talking about like the next content update for Forbidden West uh, that's going to add like, you know, harder difficulty modes and a new game plus. So cool for, you know, super fans of that. I, uh, I God, I still want to check those games out at some yep. point. It just seems like every time I'm in the mood to play an open world game, I play something else. But then I see I see these random screenshots online. Somebody put one on one of the random game subreddits the other day, just a shot of Aloy standing in some water. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of the most incredible shots of, of graphics I've ever seen. It looks incredible. Looks incredible. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out whenever I get around to it. Uh, then probably the next one that was of interest to us was gameplay from the Callista Protocol. I, um, yes. I'm down with this game. This game actually barely avoids releasing in 2023 it's coming out december of this year awesome yeah um, if uh, you know barring any last second polish exactly. delays or whatever yeah i'm pretty stoked about that one that one is from i think at least the main the main guy on dead space mm -hmm. i think works is working on this one and you and i were talking about how a weird tidbit about this game was that it was originally set in the PUBG universe. Yeah, when they first announced this game last year or the year before, it came out that it was going to be part of the PUBG universe, but I, I guess they've stepped that back. Yeah, thank goodness, because that's, that's weird. <laughs> the crossover nobody asked for. <laughs> it looks really good. It looks real creepy. Like, I love Dead Space. I'm excited oh, about the Dead Space remake, but I'm also excited for this to be something a little new, you know? I'm going to play them both, and I Me can't too. wait. Space space horror is probably my favorite kind Hell of yeah. horror. Hell yeah, man. Alien, Event Horizon. The best, honestly. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars, or whatever that fucking movie was. <laughs> the Thing kind of counts. Yeah, kind of. Um, then they showed off Stray, uh, a sort of an indie title that I've been pretty excited for, the one where you play as the cat in like, the yeah, cyberpunk man. universe. That's... Can't... I love cats, man. I, I, I can't wait to actually play as one. I think they're going to nail the gameplay, too, because it looks pretty cool. And that's coming out soon, July 19th, 2022. And it is going to um, be free for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium members. Um, oh, okay. Right on. Freebie. I was mm -hmm. wondering if that, if that game had a... a dark horse shot to be one of those game of the year like hades it could candidates it could there's that <laughs> like and and i don't mean this might come off sounding kind of shitty and i don't mean it that way but there's nothing more than video game journalists like to do than slot in like an indie <laughs> title for video sure. game of the year and a lot of times it's very well deserved hades deserved, absolutely being a great example of that yeah and i think <laughs> it's good to acknowledge that side of the business yes, too absolutely so. Um, then they announced that Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales will be coming to PC. Awesome for all our PC buddies that haven't gotten to try those games out. They're amazing. They're very good. Definitely, definitely check those out. Um, 
And uh, I'm scrolling through this because we can't literally can't hit everything in every sure. conference. That seems to be sort of the bigger stuff. There were some other indie stuff that looked kind of interesting, like this game called uh, Season, A Letter to the Future, which is coming out in autumn of this year, and some Walking Dead game that I could give two shits about. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean... Lots of cool stuff to get excited about in the PlayStation conference. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about where the PlayStation is going. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even, we didn't even get to see any Spider-Man two stuff. No, that Wolverine stuff, <clears throat> you know, no God of war. Yeah. I think when, when God of war gets closer, if it's going to come out this year, or if, rather it gets, if, or if it gets delayed, what they're going to end up doing is devoting uh, pretty much probably an entire state of play to God of War like they did for Horizon Forbidden West. 100%. So, yeah, 100%. The rumors seem to indicate that God of War is going to be delayed, but then I've seen people pushing back on that rumor, so who the hell knows? Yeah, I think Schreier <laughs> said it was still slated for this year, but it's November. Mm. But, you know, that could always change. Nothing's solid at this point. Yeah. It's a fluid situation. Then um, the next thing up was the Summer Games Fest for 2022. Old Dead Eyes Jeff Keeley. <laughs> Who knows how many bodies are buried in his palatial backyard, that Jeff Keeley. I wonder how many hours on Elden Ring that dude has. Probably about 500. He might be I'm the guessing. only person that has more than our buddy Jeff at this point. <laughs> They've probably had like a high level new game plus seven duel mm -hmm. at some point. Yep. Or they're they... both just spamming rivers of blood. Yep. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> one of the big things to pop out of the Summer Games Fest was the confirmation and announcement of the last of us part one the remake of the first last of us game for playstation 5 and that's coming out this year september 2nd 2022 stoked i am too man look i also totally get why people are like uh isn't it a little early to be remaking this game but get it on the other and, hand and i get the people i get the people who are complaining about it's going to be 70 bucks or whatever like i, I hear it. all that and i and, and i totally understand for me it's like i'm a i'm a pretty big fan of this franchise right and uh my wife is as well so with these games it's kind of like a good excuse for us to have some time to play games together in the evenings and i'm really stoked for that even yeah. though we did kind of just play through the first one the remastered one but i'm looking forward to it i bet it's not going to be like a uh exactly the same playthrough just with better graphics i bet I, they change up a little bit i maybe a little but it, it a seems, little bit yeah. it's not gonna be much yeah, totally agree I, it's also gonna be nice to get like a game like that and be able to play it on my playstation 5 you know like mm -hmm. would i be mm -hmm. more excited for like a last of us 3 or something yes. else from Na naughty dog of course but i'm not gonna look this gift horse in the mouth considering how barren the release schedule for this year is sort of, you know, like, I know. Yeah. so I'm stoked. I'm stoked to have something of that caliber to look forward to. in just like three months, a little less than three months. Same. And speaking of naughty dog, didn't, um, didn't they come out and say that they're basically doing the multiplayer standalone yes. and it'll come out next year. Yes. They did confirm that, um, uh, standalone multiplayer game set in the Last of Us universe is coming out next year. 
they've said that it has a story and is big and is as big as other naughty dog games um and that's no you know sort of specific release window for that other than next year uh, i'm looking forward to that i hope our buddy nick can get his hands on a playstation 5 before then because uh, i know he really enjoyed the multiplayer in the first one it'd be fun to play that yeah with him. he talks about that a lot I, I think it's called factions and i think it's supposed to be in that vein mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, he always described it to me and it sounded very cool so yeah that's definitely something i'll be checking out next year too um, then we got some more Street Fighter footage. Uh, it was um, showing off Guile. You know, no surprise there. Of course, Guile's coming back. I saw a uh, somebody snapped a picture of him mm-hmm. from that footage while he was fighting, and apparently the inside of his hair is hollow. Oh. Like, it was probably just a weird little shot, mm-hmm. the, the hair glitched or something, mm-hmm. but it looked like he had just a big old empty space <laughs> between the hair. I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. People love to be picking this shit apart after a conference, don't they? I saw the same thing about it. Hell yeah. I guess there was a bug in the Starfield footage. And like people were like, oh, Bethesda, look at them. Bugs in their their presentation footage. (laughs) Then um, they showed off a new game in the Alien franchise. It's going to be coming out next year, 2023. Alien's Dark Descent. Um. It seems like it's sort of a top-down perspective. I don't know if it's supposed to be more like a almost a twin-stick shooter or a top-down sort of strategy XCOM game. I could be tactical RPG kind of deal. Yeah, I could be down with sort of XCOM set in the Alien universe, though. That sounds cool to me. I think I'd rather do that than twin-stick shooter. Yeah, me too. Uh, then they showed us some uh, some pictures, or at least a picture from the Last of Us show. My boy Pedro Pascal, Din Jarin himself. Um, looking forward to checking that out. You know, me too. Me too. They showed off some more Callista Protocol. They showed off Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. The second the second time it's been Modern Warfare Two. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> um, layers of Fear. You know, another sort of first-person psychological horror game, if that's what you're into. Then they showed off uh, a game I'm very excited for this year, and that is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. Now, what that is, which that one, that one is more is is like XCOM, right? Yep. It's only it's, it's the combat is card based. Is that correct? I believe so. Um, in I'm not mistaken. It's it's made by the folks that made XCOM, right? Am I wrong? I think it might be. I could be wrong about that. But regardless, um, it's cool that you know in the trailer for this they announced Spider-Man as being one of the playable characters. Uh, stoked to see that Spider-Man's my dude. That game slated to come out October seventh of this year, so you know another game to look forward to. Maybe I can. Yeah, I'll be checking that out. If it's if it's made by the people at XCOM, I'll look forward to Hawkeye missing a ninety nine percent shot all the time. <laughs> Maybe I can finish this, or I can finish Last of Us Part One right in time for this to come out. You know, just slide right into can. the Last of Us Part One is is kind of a tight, I feel like right around like fifteen twenty hours. It's not too bad. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely not as long as the second one. That's for sure. Right. Um, now here's a question about the remake. They mm-hmm. they probably will just fold that DLC into the game. You would think, right? I would like hope as so. Probably some flashbacks as the game plays. That's that's probably what they'll do. Or at least when when you would experience that DLC before when you know what I mean because it's it's slotted into a very specific part of the story. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope it just rolls into that because that's the one thing uh, I've never played the DLC like. Oh very good actually i played the last of us three a little bit when it came out on ps3 which was shortly before my ps3 took a shit and i never replaced it and so i never finished it never played the dlc i didn't get a playstation 4 for a little while and then in the lead up to last of us 2 i finally sat down and fully played through the first one like leading right into the last of us two. I played those games sort of back to back. So I did miss right. the DLC. Um, so I am looking for uh, that alone will be new to me at least, you know, That's cool. it's not going to blow your head off, but it is very good. And uh, it's, it's worth playing through. Absolutely. So I'm glad you'll get to see that. Awesome. Uh, then we got some Gotham Knights footage. This is a game I'm sort of looking forward to, especially if we can all play together. I, I believe it is co-op. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the rock steady Batman game. Right. This is know. the Arkham Origins people, right? Right. Right. Yeah. This is one that I kind of want to see reviews on. I'm kind of with you on that, buddy. Um, I like, like every single one of the playable characters in this game are characters I like Nightwing. The Red Hood, you know, um, Robin, Batgirl. I like all these characters, so that alone has me interested, but I do kind of want to see reviews because it could be not great. <laughs> yeah, part of it, it seems like it could be an Avengers style disaster, oh, perhaps. I hope not. Do you know how? Yeah, hopefully it's not. Do you remember, like, what was wrong I with do. us? I think it was COVID. I think it was being locked in the house for almost a year and Avengers came out and it was shiny and new. And even though it wasn't getting great reviews, you and I were like, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's try it. <laughs> and we got it, you know? And then I played it for a couple of days on the PlayStation 4, put it down. And then when they put out the PlayStation 5 patch for that game, I re-downloaded it played it again and actually beat it this time and let me tell you not good not good <laughs> not good i'm not here to 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 mince words and be like oh you know it wasn't that bad no it was pretty bad it's pretty bad <laughs> and i don't see cuz it, it you know it was it was very built around sort of like co-op and playing with other folks it was kind of trying to be destiny but with the avengers i can't see how playing with somebody else would have made it more fun if i'm going to be completely honest with you yeah um and then uh they showed off um tmnt shredder's revenge which by now has actually already released um yeah and we have plans to play it mm -hmm. very soon yep yep we're gonna get down on that real soon Uh, uh, yeah assemble the crew play through that game sheesh i can't wait to check it out i hear it's really good i hear it's really really good um then we got like um uh this saints row thing where you can get an app and like um 
go ahead and create your character before the game comes out in August. That's a game I could see myself probably getting sucked into getting when it comes out because I like Saints Row. It's close enough to like a GTA experience and somewhat next gen, you know? Um, yeah, I could totally see it. I, I I only have played one of those Saints Row games, the third one, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. But um, I just have to be in the right mood for open world games these days. Yeah, I totally know? get it. Um, yeah, I I've played three and four, and I liked them both. Four was pretty fucking goofy, if I'm going to be honest with you. It's the one where they did sort of like their take on the Matrix and shit, but it was a good right. enough time. <laughs> Uh, three w- was the better game I and I will never forget that like one early mission when you're like parachuting into that penthouse and that Kanye West song is playing you know what I'm yeah, talking Kanye about power yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> awesome that's a, it's a great video game moment right one there one of the best uses of licensed music I've ever come across in a video game yep I would agree um, then they showed off the Cuphead DLC the card-based shooter Neon White. I was like, is that something Steve would be in? He likes them card games. I don't know. I need to check that out. If it is, is it on Game Pass? I don't think so. Well, may, okay. So it's called Neon White. It gets a June twenty. It's it's out. It came out June sixteenth. Um, will also be available on PC and Nintendo Switch. Does not seem like it's on Xbox. If that okay. is to be believed. Gotcha. Um, um, then they showed off a sequel to fucking flashback. <laughs> it's interesting. All right. I wish the remake that they did, which you're going to hear us talk about in next week's episode, we had to shuffle around some release shit because, uh, you know, we, we had to assemble and record an emergency episode to talk about all this cool shit. Um, I wish the yeah, remake so of that, of flashback that they did several years ago was better because, I like that game, and I would like to play that to get excited about the second one, you know? Right. I guess I could do emulation. <laughs> play the old Genesis version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, wouldn't be a bad idea. They, it's a tough game. All right, I'm, I'm going through here. Like I said, we can't hit everything. There's some game with fucking Troy Baker and Roger Clark in it. I don't know. Uh, ex-Blizzard developers announced Stormgate, a new post-apocalyptic RTS. Um, all right, cool. I'll check it out, I guess. It's going to be free to play. Goat Simulator 3. Ah, and then something I know we're both fucking stoked for. We got a gameplay trailer for Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Yeah, I'm very stoked about that can't wait oh and that's gonna be on game pass correct yep day one game pass and uh you know it's basically like a kind of a looter shooter Mm -hmm. where you and your buddies kind of go through levels and kill a bunch of whatever the enemies are in this one is there is like it's not the skaven because i think they were the ones they used oh that's a they were the ones they fought in vermintide so I, i can't remember who the enemy is in this one but I think it's one of the demons, and it's going to be fun, man. Playing through it, we we should have full squad when we, when yeah. we load it up. And that's um, that's the same guys that made Vermintide and Vermintide too, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you go through and just shoot loads of little bad guys, and then fight like a boss here and there, and 
collect loot. Man, do you remember going to the comic book store back in the day and looking at the price of those Warhammer sets and be like, I guess I'm never getting into Warhammer. Like, it seemed like such an unattainable goal to spend 80 bucks on a starter set and, and shit. And then, like, sometimes you go into the comic book store and they'd have, like, the dioramas all set up and shit, like, blown out in buildings and, like, all the intricately painted miniatures and shit. And, like, like, look, peace and love, peace and love. They're my people. I love them. But there was something a little different about the fucking Warhammer bros, right? Like, so, you know, you might go into the comic book store and it would be D&D night or Magic the Gathering night. And there'd be a group of dudes playing and they didn't look like they were winning any popularity contest in high school. But they looked like, you know, cool dudes. Like, to a, you know, young outcast nerd like myself, I was like, those guys seem cool, you know? Rolling fancy dice and having super expensive magic decks. And then, like, the next weekend you'd come in and there'd be a group of kids playing, um, or a group of dudes playing, like, Vampire the Masquerade, and you'd be like, oh, whoa, Edgelords, uh-oh, you know? But, but once again, I mean... They kind of seem like harmless goth kids. But, bro, when you went in and it was Warhammer night, bro, the dude, it, you, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It looked like you went into um, the character creator in any video game and just cranked the dial all the way to the right on everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be seeing some unfortunate folks playing. And, and clearly... They had money or maxed out credit cards because they would have huge, <laughs> immaculate Warhammer armies. And they were unapproachable. There was never a single cool, cool Warhammer dude that was like, yeah, check this out, man. Like, this is how you play. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I was always jealous, too, man. I Warhammer was the one thing when I was a kid that I wanted to get into Me so too. badly. But Me, too. You had to... I I may as well have had to hit like the lottery mm-hmm. to to play something like Warhammer. Yeah, so what, is my dad a, a a retired oil baron? How the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm. We would have to be like jet set kids to to be able to play that stuff. You yeah, know? like I'm scraping together bucks to buy a copy of Final Fantasy VIII on the PlayStation One. Right, like <laughs> that same amount of money would get me two Warcraft miniatures. You know, like. <laughs> I, I, we would be like, okay, so imagine that you're a Warhammer guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have to imagine it. Yeah, it's just all in our brains. Yep. <laughs> so sad-ass shit, bro. Um, okay, so then we got the Xbox slash Bethesda conference, which was uh, I was really looking forward to. We kind of touched on it earlier that they sort of kicked it all off and said, uh, look, everything that you're going to see is coming out in the next 12 months, which, you know, is awesome. But I also took it to mean like, look, guys, we know the last thing we wanted to do was delay Starfield. Trust us. Trust us. We've been building some Xbox momentum. We get it. But look, in the next 12 months, this is all going to be shit that you can play. Most of it's going to be on Game Pass. So just be patient with us, guys. We promise. There's always that promise on with uh, being an Xbox fan of the sunny fucking days in the future, you know. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so they can- and, I, and I know people are people are really wanting like those big 
triple a games and so xbox can really just kind of swing their weight around but it's going to take a little time yeah you know to get there yeah and, and that's just the unfortunate truth yep. i mean and i'm sure they've got some really cool stuff in the works but it's going to be a couple of years off <laughs> so it, and i'm pretty stoked with what we're getting me too for the next 12 months me too and then you know like that's not counting into the year next year right that's this 12 months it's going to be from june to june right Right. Um, yep. It kicked off with a look at Redfall. Redfall is a game we've talked about before that neither one of us were super hyped on its original reveal because it kind of seemed like it was going to be Arcane's take on the Left 4 Dead formula. Mm-hmm. However, seeing the gameplay and reading the interviews about it, it seems like it's more of a traditional Arcane style game that just happens to have four player co-op. You can play it single player like you would any arcane game it just happens to have this added feature um and i think that's cool i do too and i've kind of had to reformulate my expectations in my head for that because when i first was watching the trailers when they first announced it i just thought the writing was was kind of garbage just like you know kind of in that gears four vein which which we'll probably be talking about at some point in an episode coming soon (laughs) yep but uh, but you know, I've, I've, I'm wanting to reformulate in my head, and I'm trying to think of it as like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the game. When you said that, that to me, because you told yeah. me this before I saw the footage, and then that night I got in bed and I, you know, always put something on the iPad as I fall asleep. And I was like, oh, I'll throw on the um, Xbox conference. And as I was watching the gameplay, I was like, ah, I get it, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I totally get the sort of campiness they're going for with this when you framed it that way for me. So I'm trying to have a little patience with the writing. And I think that, um, you know, as a cooperative game, well, you know, we should have no problem. Yeah. Launching that right away with a full squad. And that's, uh, and it's game. That's appealing to me. Yeah. It's a game. pass. I, you know, I promise you, unless it got stellar fucking reviews on release, this is probably not a game that I would go out, and you know buy a physical copy or even a digital copy of i don't know that it appeals to me that much as like a day one purchase but with it being on game pass i'll preload that shit we'll give it a a whirl with the crew on a friday night and maybe it sucks us in if it doesn't no skin off our back yep (laughs) Um, and it looks honestly it looks like it looks like it's going to be pretty fun yeah it does gameplay it really does it looks pretty cool it looks more like what I was looking for out of this game than what I imagined it to be when it was first announced. Um, right. The abilities look cool. Mm-hmm. The graphics are, the graphics look like they're going to be solid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know, in a way you don't need amazing graphics to, in a, especially in a co-op shooter. So everything runs a little smoother. Right. <laughs> I got to say though, we can hate on the, the riding of gears of war four, and I'm sure we will coming soon. Um, uh-huh. rock solid though, rock solid oh, yeah. fucking game, man. Yeah, we're having a good time with it. We are. Uh, then they Despite announced the character design and <laughs> dialogue. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> then they announced Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is um the sequel to Hollow Knight. That's a day one Game Pass release for all you Hollow Knight fans. Hollow Knight's one of those games that I keep thinking I'm gonna check out. Keep almost thinking about doing it. So maybe. This coming out will uh, will 
convinced me to try the first one. I've started Hollow Knight maybe three or four different times. Oh, really? Gotten about an hour or two into it and just get whisked away by something else. I don't know what it is about that game because I know I would if I actually got into it, I'm sure I would love it. I've heard lots of good things from the Souls community about mm-hmm. the, those games, but hopefully one day. Uh, then they showed off High on Life, which is a first-person shooter coming from the Rick and Morty creators and Squanch Games. That I'm I'm in. I'll check it out. Like I've played yeah, some was... of the Squanch Games stuff, and it's funny. I like I love Rick and Morty, so I'm gonna. What is this? What else, what else has Squanch Games done? <laughs> so they did the Rick and Morty uh, VR game on PSVR, and probably some other stuff by now that was really funny. Like it, you felt like you were in an episode of Rick and Morty. Um, and they've done some other stuff. There was another game that of theirs that I played in VR on the Oculus that was pretty funny, but weird. Cool. Yeah, this game looks interesting. It's, I guess, a first-person shooter kind of deal, but the gun is like a wacky character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and can take different forms. And it looks actually really good, like, graphically. And uh, the mechanics look look nice. Then at first I, I rolled my eyes when they were like from the creators of Rick and Morty. I was like, well, this is one that I'm probably not going to play, but I got to admit it. It's intrigued me. You got to check out Rick and Morty sometime, buddy. You would love it. I've seen a couple seasons of Rick and Morty. I oh. like the show. Okay. I thought you had never checked it out. So I was wrong. No. Yeah. I think <laughs> I've watched the first two seasons. of it. Okay. It's, okay. it's funny. Yeah. Uh, then there was the Riot Games announcement where all the Riot Games, League of Legends, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Valorant, Legends of Runeterra, and Team Fight Tactics are all coming to Game Pass uh, with a bunch of shit unlocked because, you know, they're all free-to-play games. So right. mm-hmm. I don't know. I was trying to dig in, and, and information on this thing specifically is a little hard to get a hold of. It seems like a lot of this is... PC Game Pass, with the exception mm-hmm, totally. of League of Legends Wild Rift, which is like sort of a more simplified version of League of Legends, um, coming to uh, the Xbox consoles. Um, I'm down to check these out. I know fuck all about League of Legends, but I really yeah, like Arcane. Sure. I really like that show Arcane on Netflix, so... Yeah, it was really good. It's just going to take um, a gentle that, push for me to get into it. I heard they they um they also announced that Valorant will be coming to Xbox next year as well, which awesome. has me kind of stoked also. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Um then they showed Forza Motorsport, you know, Steve and I neither one of us the biggest racing sim guys. I like Forza, but I like the Forza Horizon series, the Motorsport series doesn't really do it for me, but this game looks like graphically fucking incredible so if you are a racing sim type person you're gonna want to check this out i'm sure it looks incredible just not my thing necessarily um then they they showed us the fucking pelican being put in microsoft flight microsoft flight simulator cool cool um Overwatch yeah, 2. Yeah, that was all the Halo that was all the Halo we got. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh then we got Overwatch 2, which was shown to be at least like in early access release in October of this year. It looks like Overwatch 1. 
you know, maybe a little smoother, some different characters and stuff. I'll check it out. Like, I enjoyed Overwatch pretty well initially. And then it was one of those things where we all stopped playing it, and it just seemed kind of daunting to try to get back into Overwatch with all the sweaties that haven't stopped playing it in the past five or six years, however long it's been. Do you, did you have a main? Uh, I like Soldier 76 and Mercy. Those were my cool. two. I like playing oh, a healer yeah. healer in those type of games. I don't mind being yeah. a healer in those. I like Zenyatta. He was my dude. <laughs> yep. He yep, was yep. also kind of a healer. Um, then we got some Elder Scrolls Online stuff, some Fallout 76 stuff. <laughs> uh, Arc 2. Okay, here we go. Here we go, baby. Scorn. Scorn yes. looks cool as shit. It looks gross as shit. The aesthetics of that game are right up my alley. I can't wait to play that one. 100% HR Giger, HR Geiger, however you say his name, inspired. It It's a game that, you know, has been talked about for a while. In fact, I think it was shown in the very first Series X conference they did. Um, you know, it's been delayed and it's, it could very well be one of those games that comes out and people are like, yeah, it looks cool and it's creepy and it's gross, but the gameplay is not there. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I hope it is, but once again, game pass, game pass comes out October 21st this year. Right in time for Halloween. Um, oh my Lord. I keep accidentally playing these stupid trailers on my phone while I'm going through here. Um, uh, Naraka Blade Point, that martial arts... um, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. I'm going to check it out. Who knows how good it'll be. I've seen footage of it from the PC and thought it looked cool. So, once again, one of those games. pretty cool to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. It'll be on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. I think... When this airs, it comes out maybe, maybe that this week. Yes, yes, it's coming out the twenty third. So just like three days from when we release this episode, uh, then, whew, then, buddy, we got maybe my second favorite thing shown at the Xbox conference, and that was Diablo Four. Yeah, Diablo. Four, where they showed off my dude, the Necromancer, my favorite class to play in Diablo. Um, <laughs> and listen to this. Diablo 4 will release next year another 2023 game with cross-play and cross-progression p- on PC, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, and Switch. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. I feel a lot of. I feel like we'll play a lot of that because Nick loves him some Diablo. Yep. I, I, at the very least, I think we can get me, you, Nick, and Will on the Diablo Four train. Dibs on the Necromancer. Um, then they of showed some Cocoon. Um, ah, uh, so we don't have to get into these a whole lot, but I do think it's really fucking awesome that Persona is finally coming to the Xbox. Persona 5 is an, an excellent JRPG. Maybe when it shows up on um, on Xbox Game Pass in October, uh, it'll motivate me to start it again and maybe actually finish it this time. But yeah. they're also putting out 
Persona 4 and Persona 3. Persona 4, uh, especially the golden version, was previously locked to the PS Vita, and then they put it out on Steam. So those were kind of the only two ways you could play it. And then Persona 3, the version that's coming out, I believe might not have been released since the PSP. So not the easiest yeah, games to get your hands on. Um, so. Yeah, I, I played through Persona 5 Royal, and it's a good time. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm super stoked that series is, is going to be coming over to Xbox. I hope this is, you know, we're seeing a lot of this. I hope this is Microsoft and Xbox really extending the hand and building these relationships with the Japanese developers. I like to see that, you know, like the Yakuza series coming to Xbox was a big deal, you know, make these relationships, man. Exactly. And isn't, isn't, Yep. The next thing you're about to talk about, one of those things as well. It sure is. Old buddy Hideo Kojima is partnering <laughs> up with Xbox for an exclusive Xbox game. And he said, it's a game I've always wanted to make. That's a literally all we know. We just know that he and Xbox are making a game together. We know the hardcore PlayStation dudes blew their lid. Man, they... The last week or so, because I, I don't consider myself either or. I like both, right? Like, I am not going yeah, to. Same. I'll defend either console. I'll defend PlayStation as much as I would defend Xbox and so on and so forth. But some people make that shit their personality. And I have seen some big mad PlayStation and Xbox fanboys. It always happens this time of year with the big announcements, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... They they finished it all off with the thing I could not wait to see. My favorite. Okay, hold on, we did miss one. What's that? And I, it, we'll just talk about it real quick. It's the Team Ninja game that uh, that oh, is yeah. coming to Xbox. Flintlock. Speaking of the Japanese stuff, um, no, no, it's uh, like Woe Woe Long Fallen Dynasty. That's it. Yeah, Woe Long Fallen Dynasty. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. I think. Uh, it looks like Neo, but I think they've removed a lot of the annoying elements from Neo. Mm-hmm. So I'm really kind of looking forward to checking that out. Hell yeah. All right. Um, Starfield. I can't fucking wait, dude. Oh, it looks good. It does. It looks it looks right exactly kind of what I wanted yeah. out of their game. Yeah. I had a pretty realistic expectation of it going in as well. I did expect to be impressed, and I felt like I was. All they I'm had, looking forward to it. All they had to fucking show me was being able to customize your ship. Mm-hmm. And I was in. In. Like, get anything else I uh, is just... And, you know, we talk about it. We, anytime we talk about Bethesda stuff, we've talked about they really need to update their engine. Their engine is showing its age. Look, this looked like a Bethesda game. There's no way you can't look at it. Like, the the NPCs and stuff still have that sort of, like, uh, Mm -hmm. soulless mannequin look to them a little bit. They just look uh, uh, quite a bit nicer than they did before. Right. The textures are better. Um, I I totally agree, man. But, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I kind of expected a bigger fallout or elder scrolls just in space that that looks like exactly what it is they're doing this procedurally generated 
thousand planet thing as yeah. well, which is cool if if you're really into the game and you just want to go do some relaxing exploring on these other planets. I mm-hmm. guess we'll see how that is, but they said that that stuff's all optional too. I yeah. expect the campaign will probably weigh in somewhere around probably like eighty hours. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least when I play it, yeah, know. bro, uh, and. I'm so excited. Like, they, you know, they said that it is a mix of handcrafted planets and procedurally generated planets. Obviously, when you're talking about a thousand planets, most of those are going to be generated, right? Um, I can't course. wait. Yeah. I cannot. You want the game wait. to come out this year or in, in 12 Our months, lifetime. not 12 yeah, years. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not Star <laughs> Citizen. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest with you, like, I got some Mass Effect vibes to, from it a little bit, which, you know, goes a long way with me. A long way with me. Sure. I can't so, wait to see what kind of mystery, <laughs> what kind of mysteries they've baked in, mm-hmm. you know, in, into the space. You think space you'll be stuff. able to uh, become like a space vampire or space werewolf? Like you can an <laughs> Elden Ring? <laughs> Maybe, man. I, I I could definitely see some space vampires. I'm a space for sure. vampire. I'm a space <laughs> edge lord. Vampire, the masquerade in space. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, man. I like the uh, the ship combat too. It looks which like... is something that I wasn't sure we were going to get. That ah. that whole being able to pilot your ship thing mm-hmm. and. I was I was stoked with that as well. A little bit of elite dangerous with your uh... yeah, and I got to be honest, the the combat combat like the out of ship combat looked pretty smooth. Like looked mm-hmm. pretty smooth. So I don't know, man. I hope it kicks ass. I hope it kicks ass because I'm very excited for it. And as sort of an aside, you know, Todd Howard while doing interviews for Elden or. Er, said Elden Ring for doing uh, uh, interviews for Starfield you know mentioned well like yeah after Starfield comes Elden Elder Scrolls 6 and then after that Fallout 5 it's going to be a long time our buddy Evan he's going to be waiting a little while for that Fallout 5 but he did confirm that's what's coming after Elder Scrolls 6 so (laughs) right and one thing to think about for that Fallout 6 they're, the graphics are going to be far more advanced by the time they do mm-hmm. that one. So I expect Fallout 6 to be kind Fallout of like a, a knockout game at that point. Fallout. I mean, we're talking about a... What did I say? You said 6. It's Elder oh, okay, Scrolls yeah. 6, Fallout, Fallout 5. 5. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I can't keep them all straight. But yeah, I think Fallout 5 is going to be a knockout game so when this... it comes out for the PlayStation 6. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. No, it won't come out for the PlayStation 6, Steve. PlayStation 7? No. Oh, Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Xbox Series X2. Or whatever. Or whatever they call it. The X, Xbox Series X going to give it to you. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So this is this is what I foresee. Like, okay, this is sort of based on Starfield comes out, is well-received, and sells a lot, right? Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, received well, sells a lot. Fallout 5 comes out received well sells a lot then they were i bet you that's what they'll they'll do like that those will be their three pillars that they cycle so then starfield 2 on the playstation 8 or whatever the the xbox equivalent of the playstation 8 like when we're in nursing homes and like (laughs) 
I'm using the Xbox adaptive controller to go one and 13 in Halo. Um, all right, let's talk about the square. Let's wrap it up with talking about the square final fantasy seven 20th, 25th anniversary stream. I was not expecting much out of this because I'm so like, I'm so broken by the process of waiting for seven remake part one. Right. But sure enough, they gave us a trailer for the second part of uh, the Final Fantasy remake series. And it is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And it's coming out winter of 2023. Another 2023 release. That one, to me, has the highest percentage chance of getting pushed. Yeah, because I feel it's like late. that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to to see that pushed to 20, early twenty twenty four at some point. But fingers crossed, it holds. Yeah, until that game is on my hard drive, I won't be holding my breath. I will not be holding my breath. Um, it looks like it's going to divert quite a bit from the plot of the original Final Fantasy VII. Anybody that's played Final Fantasy VII remake knows. I want to get into it, but things get fucky towards the end. They're kind of fucky <laughs> through the whole game, but they get real fucky towards the end. So uh, they also announced that because, you know, when they announced that this remake project was going to be in multiple installments, they were never really clear <clears throat> about how many it would be. But they said it's a trilogy. And they even mentioned that early development has already started on the third one. So I might get to complete this series before I die. Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> um, I'm very, very excited. I'm going to replay 7 Remake sometime before winter of next year. Do the Eufy DLC. Play the PlayStation 5 version. All that good stuff. Um, something that I was really excited for, though, that they also showed off, is Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core was a prequel to Final Fantasy VII that was only on the PSP. Your old pal Halls bought a PSP solely to play that game. And <laughs> you can't play it anywhere else. They've never released it anywhere else. And they have a remake of that game coming out um, this winter. So, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've never played those. Yeah, I, I think you'll dig it. I mean, with once again, without giving too many spoilers away, there are story elements in Cry, uh, Crisis Core that are referenced in Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I always thought the fact that it wasn't easier to access for everybody was a little weird. So clearly so did they. And it, you know, when it's all said and done, it's kind of going to be four games with Crisis Core Reunion. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and then whatever the third game is, right? Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. If I get two major Final Fantasy releases next year, maybe your maybe your old pals Hall's bad luck finally turning around. <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had a pal of mine, right? Goes by the name Mister John Locke. Tell me today, you just gotta wait for that happy door to open. It will. You just got to wait for it to happen. Maybe that's my happy that's door. Great. 
Final Fantasy 16 and Rebirth, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 coming out in the same year. That might be your happy, my, your boy's happy door, buddy. I really hope it is, man. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I think that's it, man. I think we covered most of the big shit we were excited for. I'm sure we forgot something, you know. Probably, but that's okay. It was an awful lot of stuff. We detailed. And, uh, got me excited. We detailed at least like ten to twelve episodes that we're going to be doing over the next year, year and a half of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Good cannot point. wait. Um. So, guys, listen. What are you excited for? What video game announcement uh, from this summer are you excited for? Why don't you send in? an email and tell us about it highpotionpod at gmail.com follow Steve on Twitter at stonecobra at just stonecobra right? yes yeah. at just at, follow Steve at stonecobra follow me at blue harvest pod follow this here podcast at highpotionpod leave us a 5 star review every 20 reviews we give away a gift card we'll see you guys soon get hyped 2023 is going to be it's gonna be good I think can't wait buddy y'all take care see you guys bye